The Caribbean Today team would like to introduce Ludlow Bailey, an art curator, broker, and advisor. Mr. Bailey is the managing director of CADA, the acronym for Contemporary African Diaspora Art. He specializes in promoting the visual art culture of the African diaspora. He's an avid art advisor for some of the most prestigious museums and art galleries in Europe, the United States, Africa, and the Caribbean. During this interview, Mr. Bailey will share insights into his significant role in the renowned Art Basel Miami Beach Art Exhibition, an annual event that is attended by art enthusiasts from around the globe. Hello, Mr. Bailey. Hello, Thank Ms. Resto. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always a pleasure. Yes, same here. Okay. Now, before asking my first question, I would like to inform our viewers that you've been educated at Brown University, Harvard, Columbia, the American Classical School in Rome, the University of Dakar, and the University of Ghana, and the American University in Cairo, Egypt. Am I correct? You're correct. <laughs> okay. Now, with such an extensive um, education, you've been all over the world. Can you share with us your inspiration and your journey to becoming an art curator and advisor with a focus on African art? How do you balance your roles as both a curator and an advisor? Those are some big questions, Janet, but I will yeah. <laughs> try my best to answer them. Okay. Uh, well, you know, let me just say that I fell into this role uh, by really helping a friend, an African-American friend in New York. When I lived uh, in New York, at some period, I was at Columbia University living in Harlem. So I used to have these sessions called Renaissance, Harlem Renaissance Sundays, because that was a period in American history that I found very inspiring. Black folks are really doing yeah. a lot of creative work in all kinds of mediums, music and art and fashion and cuisine and film. You know, we, we uh, it was a really great time for Africans in America. So in any event, Eli Kintz, uh, was one of the artists who attended my events in, in Harlem and we became friends and he knew that I had a sort of extensive um, travel background, especially in Europe. So when I was at Brown, I went to the American Classical School in Rome for a year. And so we started there, Italy. Um, and at the time I was working for Transworld Airlines uh, and I had access to free travel. And to, to moving cargo for nothing. So um, that's how it started. I started doing shows for Eli Kintz in Rome. And then we moved to other cities in Europe. And before you know it, I created a, a new career, you know, as a, as a, a creator of contemporary African diaspora art. And part of why that happened too is because I've always been very interested in what's happening with black people on the globe, not just in Jamaica or in the United States or the UK or Panama, but the entire globe. So one of the things that's true about European cities, a lot of them are extremely cosmopolitan with lots of different types of African people. Paris would be one. So 
um, it was easy for me to generate an audience and to um, expand um, the possibilities of showing work from the diaspora period. So I did that for a while and I, I actually got picked up by the University of Miami to become a consulting curator there. And I was there for about 10 years. And out of that experience came uh, a panel, which I still uh, produce. It's in its 14th edition. And the focus is on getting people in the profession of art uh, to come together to talk about what's going on in the Black visual arts sector, sector globally. So that, that's how I, I, um, I'm, I've become very involved in Basel because when Basel came here, yeah. obviously it, it generated a bigger audience. Mm -hmm. And in the process, I started really paying attention to the business. And my primary role is, is as a curator. Right. So, okay. yes, so I, now, I, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, right? Um, what factors do you consider when selecting and presenting artworks, you know, uh, from the diaspora globally? Well, in general, the focus of my curatorial practice is on trying to what I call unpack the metaphysical and spiritual embodiment or the infrastructure, if you will, of blackness. Uh, and so um, when I'm looking for work, I, I want I want to work with artists who are deeply insightful about what it means to be black. So, um, and also I'm very conscious of the art space as really a spiritual space. Because mm -hmm. for me, I feel artists are, are really very closely connected to that God creative resource, you know, because I mean, you, what they actually do is they look at things and see things that we can't see and produce things. It's almost like the whole process of the creation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I look for, you know, cause when I work um, with art, I'm using more than just my intellect or my eyes, my vision. Um, you know, I'm very much a third eye kind of guy, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I know that sounds so weird. But, yeah. <laughs> but I feel I am. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, it comes with with being a descendant of Africa. I feel that one of the things that's really special about us is that we are pretty intuitive people. We're it's innate, sort of. Yes, it is. You know, we're very intuitive people. Yeah. You know? Um and magical and alchemic, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, in your opinion, what are the challenges, right, and opportunities for contemporary African diaspora artists to gain recognition and success in the global art market? What? Well, I mean, the, the challenges are we don't really control the market we 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 are um very small players to some degree because the way the industry works it's a big industry i mean it's in you know it's over 65 billion and sometimes it climb up to 100 billion depending on what's going on in the world yeah but um the structure of it is it's 
say, for example, the way art gets distributed in the mainstream is, is mostly through galleries. And the galleries are generally people who are extremely well connected with the 1%, as they say. So um, we're obviously not in the same position as Black people to have access to extreme wealth. Um, so that becomes a challenge. The good news is, though, that for a very long time, Black art wasn't considered important or even interesting. You know, oh. now in the last decade or so, it's become very interesting because the, the academy has realized it and the museum space has realized it, that uh, they need to really diversify their collection because as the world becomes more cognizant of who we are as a people, you know, art, art is really one of the best ways of sharing our stories, you know? So, yeah. but to answer your question, I think the challenge is um, if you are a black artist and you're focused mostly on issues that concern us, whether it's just the documentation of our history or uh, issues concerning identity or um, the politics of being black in today's world, you, you would think that uh, the broader community, the white community would not be as interesting, are interested in what we do. But clearly we're, we're big creators because what's happening now is the kind of work that we're producing is beginning to dominate the market. You know? hey, and a lot really? of it, yeah, a lot of it has to do with, again, our spiritual infrastructure. Is, is pretty deep, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm sure we produce some really, you know, out of this world sort of um, art. We do, we do. because the, the eye and the imagination. It certainly does. I mean, we were talking about Gavin, the Jamaican artist who just opened yeah. the gallery, and he uses nails to produce his work. I know, I saw that. And it's... It's like, so he's like, he's like, the paintings are almost sculptural pieces, you know what yes. I mean? And what an intense vision and an intense passion for what he does. Yes. So when you see it, it takes you on a journey. Oh, it takes you away. It does. Yeah, yeah it's it, very good work. Oh, that's such talent. Yes. And we it's have really... a lot of that going on in the diaspora now. It's yeah. just that, you know. You take, for example, Broad County technically only has one black gallery in Gavin. Only just one? Yes. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. But and which black one is art, that? That's the one that uh, 24 oh, Gavin Johnson? Just, yeah, that just opened. It's amazing. <laughs> we don't, we, so our presence um, is not big in the, the, the commercial sector of the art business. We do yeah. have a lot of people producing. And so it's a very challenging business to do well in because you have to be able to gain the attention of the tastemakers. Yes. <laughs> that requires a lot of branding, a lot of storytelling, and a lot of um, networking, really, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, and a, a lot of times people who are artists, they don't even want to be bothered with the business side of it. Yeah. Which, which is, which is um, not the correct way to approach it because you've got to, I mean, if you're going to make a living from doing art, you really have to learn the business sector. And and that's what I'm curious about. Um, how do we, you know, some people can't afford to buy, you know, the art. I guess art like this is for, 
you know, millionaires or people. Not necessarily, because again, there's a whole range of people who are doing art, right? So what even the tastemakers do and the serious collectors is they try to catch them when they're still in school because oh. they can get it off of them for nothing, you know? <laughs> that That's what happens, right? Yeah. Um, but there are ways of affording it. I mean, if you if you if you think middle class black people buy art and yeah. they're the, you know depending on your your relationship with the the artists or even a gallery that promotes art there are ways of buying art i mean we oh, spend really? we spend a lot of money on on clothes and jewelry and right <laughs> <laughs> that kind You're of thing right. we, we can find a way to because yeah, art then can... becomes it, it you can enjoy it but it's also an investment yeah. Okay. Now, um, is there a project you curated that significantly contributed to the promotion of African diaspora art, contemporary African diaspora art? Is there a project that? Well, I'm I'm have... hoping that most of what I do, Janet, is is having a serious impact. <laughs> <laughs> you know, otherwise I'm wasting my time on earth. No, okay. But, but you know, I would say you know I've done a lot of what I like about what I do is I'm always celebrating blackness mm -hmm. because the, the latest show that is called Afro Euphoria or Euphoria is Yeah, really I want to talk about, about that. Yeah, it's really about celebrating black joy. Yeah. You know? And as I said, even though we're not the richest people on the planet, <laughs> we are some of the most joyful people on the planet. Yes. You know, we love to that rhyme. That is so true. And, yeah, come together and party, even if we don't that have any money. True. Yeah, even when <laughs> our folks die, we want to celebrate. Celebrate, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we we have so much passion with it. Us, yeah. you know, it comes out. You see what our music is like, right? Yes, in the world, reggae, um, salsa, merengue. Now, Afro. I don't want to say that, know. but we dominate. <laughs> Well, I think it's fair to say that. Come on, you can in the music uh, in the music sector. We're definitely the soundtrack of the world. Yeah, I think for sure. so. For sure. So. Now let's talk about your events, right? Your involvement in Art Basel. Let me ask you, what is Art Basel? Okay, so you know, Art I was Basel. curious about the word. Yeah. Basel. So so Basel is a city in Switzerland, mm -hmm. and Art Basel is one of the 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 older art fairs it i i'm thinking it's more close to 90 years that it's been going on oh okay yeah. so that one of the things that miami was looking at was ways of increasing their cultural tourism presence okay. so they were talking to a lot of different countries because the european countries have a lot of fears it's just part of their economy mm-hmm yeah, uh, I wish the Caribbean could do more of that, but we will. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sure under your leadership, when you become prime <laughs> right? minister of the United we States of the Caribbean, <laughs> you know, we're, yeah, we'll make sure it happens. But so, so they were successful in getting Basel to start something here in Miami, because we had a a art fair called Art Miami that was really doing quite well in attracting. Um, Tourism, you know, attracting yeah. tourists 
to yeah. Miami to come see mm -hmm. art, you know? Really? So when Basel started, it just took off and now it's become the largest commercial art fair in the world. It is. It's amazing. A lot, tons of people come here. Yes. And then we've been, the city has really been quite clever about marketing it because now it's turned into Miami Art Week and, you know, the ballet does Basel and, you know, theater yeah. does Basel and film <laughs> does Basel, all the cultural Folks come together get, yes um produce a lot of new work that is just make our city really quite exciting you know mm -hmm. right now uh don't try to drive on 95 to south Beach. no you know I not think you, this week <laughs> I, not this week so you're gonna have to you have to you're gonna have to pull out your private plane janet <laughs> right you know. <laughs> you know. I do understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's really I don't want to be trapped in that. So tell yeah. us now about your two panel discussion All and right. your art show that you've titled Black Euphoria. Yes. So, Let's get so all the details. All, all, those three events are happening at the Art Deco um, Museum on 10th and Ocean on the beach. Mm -hmm. And um, the art show's the art show actually starts on on the 8th of December in the afternoon too and it runs through the 10th now the on the 9th I'll be doing a panel in the same venue that focuses on historical black universities the, th the three of, of the leading ones and University of Virgin Islands Spelman right. College and our own Florida Memorial University right here in in the city of Miami Gardens so the panels, the, the one on Sunday has been going on for 14 years. So, and we'll have six talking heads talking about the black art market, the global Renaissance, um, African diaspora Renaissance movement. We'll be talking about the HBCU collections. And um, this year we wanna talk a little bit about black fashion as art. Yeah, okay. Yeah, one, of, one of the artists is from Nigeria and he's a fashion illustrator, but he also does, um, he's a painter, you know, very quite talented and a writer. So he's going to be on the panel talking about black fashion because now that's a space that we're getting into. Yes. And there are some such wild designs I've seen. Oh, oh yeah. We're, I mean, <laughs> oh God, what's going on in Africa, especially in Nigeria? You know, oh the, yes, Lagos they're has... so creative with their attire, their you know their designs and exactly. the fabric. Yes, beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now this is on the tenth. Let give us some dates. Our okay, so want to know. so so the ninth is the panel discussion on HBC art, and that's mm -hmm. going to be in the morning from eleven to one, in the afternoon. Wow. Um. Uh, and then on Sunday. It's from 12 in the, the, uh, the 10th, from 12 to four. three o'clock. We, we say four because we try to stop the talk at three, yeah. but then people always want to hang out, you know, so, yeah. we, we, you know, because we'll, we'll have music and we'll have food and, you know, it'd be, it's, it's very festive. Okay. You know, but very um, global. Black people. So you encourage, you're encouraging us all to attend, right? Oh yeah, it's really a must do if you're interested in black art, must do. Because okay. we, on my panel, I generally have a journalist who just, when she she's here already and all she's doing 
is going to all the satellite shows and events and reporting back, which is one of the reasons why I get so much uh, repeat quote customers who come just to hear what's going on at, at Basel. What's what's happening with the black presence at Basel is a big thing that I do. <laughs> but before I go on, I have to sneak this in, Janet, as, okay. a, as a commercial break, because <laughs> th this the what I do would not be possible without my sponsors. So I have to take that uh, the convention bureau does quite well in supporting me, the art of black. Yeah. Uh, is is a is a campaign that I was really a big part of launching in Miami um, is a, it supports black activity during Basel. And then I have a, a tech company that's run by a very uh, savvy black young lady who's only 24 years old. Uh, it's called Mushi and they're in the sort of the tech sector of the art industry. I got to give them a big, big shout out. And of course, the Department of Tourism for the uh, Virgin Islands. I got to thank oh. them for supporting me this year and other supporters, but I I, I didn't want to sort of take the next two hours <laughs> to give it credit. Well, but I appreciate okay. you for allowing me to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure they're grateful as well. Yeah. So um, I guess that's it, Ludlow. Yeah, well, thank you okay. for taking the we time. We heard what Basel is about, yeah. your involvement, yeah. Your many years. Yes. How many years has it been? Don't ask, been Janet. <laughs> because I'm you know I'm only 39. So. No, right. Okay. <laughs> you look so, all of 39 too. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. No, but but seriously, uh, thank you for this opportunity to share with the Caribbean community and the broader yes. community too, because I know you have a readership that expands around just the Caribbean folks. Yeah. But it's it's a good time for them to know that it's going on. And I wish yes. to say Miami Gardens, I, I did something there in 2015. Um, and I wish they would get more involved in Basel too. It's an important thing for us too, because it really has a huge impact on the economy. And, mm -hmm. you know, we have a lot of talent here. So it'd be a good thing we for sure us We sure do. I've been, yeah, yeah, I've learned about it, um, so many artists especially in the Caribbean, as you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've it's a good, and Miami is, is almost like the capital of the Caribbean, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's a it's a nice thing for the, the, the Caribbean to know about Basel. But you know what? A lot of the artists know. Because, I mean, I've, I'm very involved in, in countries like St. Lucia and and the Virgin Islands and the Bahamas. So those, those countries are very aware of the art sector. Now, and when you, I'm sorry, when you say ahead. African diaspora art, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't only involve Africans from Africa, but Africans on a whole, like ourselves, right? Yes, yeah. Well, when right, I- From other I, countries. <laughs> when, when I say diaspora, I, I'm talking about all the descendants of people of the continent of Africa. Yes. And okay. So, you know, if you're a Jamaican and you look like me, you're African. You're an African. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. As long as you're a black man, I think Peter Tosh said that. Yes. You're an African, right? And you're you know, African. We, we're an African, mm -hmm. and that consciousness has been in my family for a long time because um, my grandfather was an associate of Mr. Marcus Garvey, and my all my all my my 
grandparents supported him heavily and he's the yeah. one who really started bringing that consciousness to us that at That's the end great. of the day we're African people. Yeah. So what I so. do is I study the art of, not only study it, but I promote the art of the contemporary art that's produced by mm -hmm. people of African descent all over the world, right? Contemporary means modern, yes, now. right okay. now, yeah, mm -hmm. right now. So technically in art history, anything from the, say 75 to now is considered contemporary. Okay. Yeah, so, and that market is really hot. You know, a lot of, um, a lot of people are investing in that sector because if you follow the auctions, well, you you know, let's just take Jean-Michel Basquiat, who is of Haitian descent, right? Mm -hmm. um, is the most valued American artist ever. Oh, oh. Because about four years ago, he sold something for 110 million. <gasps> and that oh. piece was originally bought for $4,000. Really? Yeah, so you do the math, right? The return on investment. Yeah. Oh, gosh, amazing. it sounds better than real estate. <laughs> I, not even comparative, right? No, the art stuff is good, but it requires you got to take the time out to study it. I'd and, like to be able to afford a couple of pieces. I really do. Yeah, so well, you I'll know, save all my money. And well, you know, you I know you you have your money statue away. And in, in, is it the Cayman Islands you're telling me or is it in, in Switzerland? Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> you know yes so, so, so when, when you're ready to invest in art you know how to reach me yes <laughs> i definitely will i'm yeah, interested okay, okay all right so thank you. thank you very much for this opportunity thank you ludlow yeah now take care and um, i'll see you at art basel for sure <laughs> have a good one okay. bye -bye. thank you bye-bye <laughs>